Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host. He has two times won the U.S. National Brisket Championship titles at the Chest to Chest Bump Em If You Got Em Invitational. <laughs> Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, the smartest man in barbecue in this room, Andy Groneman. <laughs> there we go. Finally, one that I can, I can get behind. Ah, you still. He, I, he agrees with that wholeheartedly. I still <laughs> think he is, if not the, the one of the top five smartest men in barbecue. Uh, we're going to have a very cool guest on, a returning guest. We always love to have our returning guest, David Bosca. Did I say it right, T-Bone? David Bosca, he is the owner of Butcher Barbecue. And, you know, you talked not that long ago about knives. And th- this dude's, we're going to go into all kinds of knives yes. and stuff like that. Which, you know, it's February, big time barbecue season just around the corner. You're, for people who aren't barbecuing yet, what do you need? And probably I'm going to turn to you and say probably knives are going to be top of the list. Absolutely. You yeah. want to have good knives. Number one, just for safety. If you cut yourself with a dull knife because you're having to overwork right. it, right? It's dull knives are more dangerous than sharp knives. Interesting. You can you you'll hurt yourself worse too because you don't get a clean cut. And you can check out David's website, which is butcherbbq.com. That's butcherbbq.com. Also, we'll be bugging Andy about winter barbecuing. This is a topic what? I came up with. Winter? Because well, I know it's been crazy warm here a little bit lately, but it's still February. Yeah, no, the bottom was still dropped out a couple of weeks ago. We have had a nice few days. And now. the thing it is, uh, we live in the Midwest, and this can change at any moment. At any moment. Like during a Super Bowl parade. Anyway, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, big game parade. And we've had and we've been in a little bit of an insulated bubble for the for the weather because north and west of us yeah, like they've been getting hit feet of snow yeah. and crazy cold weather. Um I usually go cook a a sale in North Platte, Nebraska for Baldridge Performance Angus. They do their female sale and then they have a bull sale in the spring. And they, you know, lots of of cattle producers come in and buy their genetics. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do it this year. I was already booked out for something else. So my friend John went up and did that for me. And it was uber cold, Ugh. like seven degrees, running the pit, cooking prime ribs and briskets and doing all the stuff in the cold weather. And then this last weekend, of course, you know, we had that that little thing this last weekend. I don't know. You know, it's yeah, a little some game. Little, some little game. Some game. Some game that's not called so, the. Uh, so, sorry, folks. The but bowl of wonderfulness. Let us brag one week. That's all I'm asking. Just let us brag for one week, and then we'll shut up and go back to normal. How about those? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, okay, that's where we're at. No, so but it was beautiful cooking yesterday and last yeah four days. It's been beautiful. So yeah, the weather. It doesn't really feel like winter, but we'll talk about it. Well, and and uh, I w- you were talking about being up in northern Nebraska, and I remember I've been doing a l- I've done a lot of show over the years up in D- the Dakotas, and I'll tell you what, when that wind's coming out of the north, out of Canada, 
or, or more, more like Siberia. I yeah. mean, brutal. How, people who live up there, I applaud them because I won't even live as far as St. Joseph, Missouri. I'm sorry. That's just too far north. <laughs> Not going that far north. But uh, God bless all those people. Uh, T-Bone, who's wearing a certain sweatshirt we will not name. uh, What color is it? It's red and gold. (laughs) Again, give us one week, folks. Don't hate us. Uh, Uh, But I'm a poser. Just just because we have the credible quarterback. But anyway, so you were, you were going to mention something about a listener or something or rather? Oh, I got a nice note uh, okay. from Michael Underwood. I, I had sent him some stickers because uh, he requested, love the podcast. I really enjoy Andy Groneman. Dave is a goober, but I enjoy him too, LOL. <laughs> Just kidding. Great show. Keep it up, fellas. From Michael Under, and I, I actually wrote him a note with when I sent him the stickers, and, and it was like, "Yes, Dave is a goober, <laughs> but he's our goober." Hang on a second. Hey Siri, what does goober mean? <laughs> Which one? G o o b e r or G u b e r? I I. Uh, he was snacking on a sack of goobers. Well, okay, I'll take that. You're a peanut. <laughs> <laughs> You're a peanut. What was his name again? Michael Underwood. Well, Michael, thank you for that. Uh, Shelbyville, just Tennessee. Okay, just so you know, I've been insulted worse than that before lunch. So anyway. <laughs> and that's a great contest, by the way. Shelbyville's a, well, used to be. I don't think they do one there anymore. That's a good contest. That's too bad. Well, it's time now for our Ask Andy segment, you know, because he's the non-goober part of the show. <laughs> and you can get yourself a Barbecue Radio Network t-shirt if we use your question, which, of course, is sponsored by our February Barbecue Sauce of the Month, Smoke on Wheels, Bootleg, Bourbon-Infused Barbecue Sauce, Gluten-Free, and Goober-free. MSG. Goober-free. <laughs> Goober-free. <laughs> Goober free and MSG free. Look that one up. And you can get that at All Things Barbecue. That's ATBBQ.com. All right, T-Bone, what do you got for a question and a free t-shirt? Okay, before we get going on this, Andy, since he didn't even know what a goober was, uh, tell Dave what a Cambro is before we get started. Oh, really? A Cambro? Well, Cambro is a brand, Cambro Manufacturing. Okay. And, a, and they make containers that are insulated to hold food, typically for caterers and things like that. So hot they box. can take hot boxes and cold boxes of food and deliver them and keep them food safe. Okay. But they do mixing containers and all of that. But that's what they're known for is their camtainers. Okay. From Tyler Anderson, Grand Island, Nebraska. Andy, when you're at a competition and you pull your meat off the smoker, pork butt or brisket, and you let it rest... Is it best to let the meat vent out before putting it in a Cambro? And how often should I burp the Cambro? I had some problems at my first couple competitions where I had the meat where I wanted it, but after pulling it out of my Cambro to get ready to box it, the meat was over and way too tender for competition. Too Interesting. T- too that's, tender. that's some upper-level stuff there. So that is a good question because... After you pull meat off the cooker, in general, it is still cooking. Just because you've removed it from the heat, it has all of that mm-hmm. thermal energy that was, you know, being applied to it. So, which it's is why you want to take cooking. it off before you hit your temperature. Correct. Now, 
So I'm assuming he wraps it since he asked if he should vent the meat first. So for those that didn't pick up on that in the question, he's probably wrapped his meat. So, yes, I would say you want to vent that because that's going to help allow some of that heat to escape. So before putting it in the camera, before putting it in the camera. So after it comes out of the pit, I always open it and let any steam that's in that foil come out because Mm. just becoming steam is going to take energy away from the meat, right? It's going and changing state, whether it was liquid and bubbling. As soon as it becomes steam, it takes energy to do that. So we're taking some of that thermal energy and letting it out. So I'm going to definitely vent first. As soon as the steam has kind of gone away or the little, you know, little bit of steam rising off the meat, then I just tin it back shut and into the Cambro it goes. Uh, I don't have a burp on my Cambro, so... I've got an MPC 400, which is their little bit taller box. It doesn't have the little weep hole on it. If it does, I just leave it open, the little hole. I don't Ah, don't shut it ever if I have one with that. So hopefully that helps. But, yeah, that should keep your meat from overcooking in the kitchen. Do you think he maybe needs to take it off a little sooner? He didn't say what temperature he yeah, took it Yeah, he off. didn't. If he took it off at 212, guess what? Yeah, too late. <laughs> might be a little high. No, that's uh, it, that could be valid also, but usually resting, it's going to be good to go. Very good. Very good. Well, thank you so much for that question. We're going to send you a T-shirt. And coming up, we've got David Bosca. He is a butcher um, extraordinaire. You can check out his website at butcherbbq.com. We're going to start talking off about knives. Yep, knives coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Network. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build the grill. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Goober. I'm sorry. I'm Dave Caius, along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. Our guest this week, returning guest, David Bosca. He is the Pitmaster of Butcher Barbecue Competition team out of Chandler, Oklahoma, and a master at cooking in a pellet grill. He is a two-time World Barbecue Champion winning the 2018 Jack Daniels Invitational Barbecue and the 2012 World Food Barbecue Championships. Check out his website, ButcherBBQ.com, ButcherBBQ.com. David Bosca, welcome back to the show. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, we are doing good. I appreciate y'all letting us come on and do some talking. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I Believe it or not, that's only like one-tenth of your introduction, but I had to cut it down. It was three and a half pages. We are going to run out of room. But uh, <laughs> we're happy to have you back. You know, uh, one of the things that you do that kind of a little different is you come, through, come to barbecue through a butcher's viewpoint, if I'm saying that right. Am I saying that right, David? Hey, I'm good with that. And and so uh, we got talking and T-Bone and everybody about, you know, talking about knives because, you know, this is the time of the year to start getting ready for folks that, that you know, have taken the winter off. 
Um, I'm going to let you and Andy just kind of just delve into some knives. It's going to be important for this spring. Well, and you always bust my chops about being the smartest guy in barbecue or whatever. But honestly, it's David <laughs> because he 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 knows so much stuff. I always just try and suck up everything he says. Well, well, well hang on, because he can keep me honest on all of it. Hang so. on, if that's the case. Um, David, are you available every every week? Um, we, we can get rid of Andy if you're smarter. I mean, what are we wasting my, our time with him for? That's right. Well, well, that's because I've got a face for radio. He he doesn't. So not only is he smart, he's a good looking fellow. Uh, okay, he is a handsome man. I got to tell you that. That's right. I got to tell you that. But you and I both have a face for radio. Uh, so let's let's talk let's talk about knives heading into the spring. What, what what do you recommend for the backyard barbecuer? You know, I think you there's two to three knives. In my opinion, is a must. The first one is I am very partial to what we all call a bone and knife. Mm-hmm. I prefer a six inch bone and knife. They make five inch bone and knives. Um, but you got to almost try out each one yourself. And it has to do with the leverage you put on it as to what you can wheel. Um, I've always been able to use a six inch knife extremely well. I've had some friends that could only do five inch i am very partial to a curve um blade i the only time i've ever used a straight knife on a bony knife is because if we were jointing an animal if i was like taking the um going through the joints if we were actually killing it and i was this this the same um taking the legs and the feet and all that good stuff off that's the only time i'd use a straight uh blade yeah uh, to me, a six-inch curve, semi-stiff, you've got my heart right there. I can do probably 80% of all my cutting with a bony knife. And that's uh, really my favorite knife also. And you made two good points that I want to reiterate to folks. And so the first one is leverage. Um, If you are are trying to cut and you're trying to make a big cut or you're trying to overcut that longer knife is harder to wield. Uh, That's right. And so a lot of times that shorter knife is going to be better for you. Then the second thing was you said semi stiff because there are flexible boning knives. There are semi flexible and semi stiff to me for working in what we're talking about, which is, you know, trimming regular cuts of meat, not filleting a fish or something. It that semi stiff edge on it really helps you draw that knife where you want it. Yeah, and you. Uh, what I like about the semi stiff over the flex is I've got control. If I need to take that knife blade and move it up, it's not. And I I don't know how to describe it other than this: the knife blade moves exactly where my hand and my eye is going. A semi, or I mean, a flex is it almost has a, a delay reaction and it once it, it doesn't move as quick as I need sometimes. I have cut myself more with flexible knives than I have a semi-stiff because of that very reason. I expect it to be out of the way and it's still and it's not. Yep. So that's just personal preference on that. Barbecue Radio Network with Dave Caius and Andy Groneman will be right back. Hey, Bar & Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar & Grill in Elyria, Ohio. 
The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. So, boning knife for sure. What's the next knife that we need in the kit? To me, it's a it's a it's a one percenter, and you just need a good uh, um, pairing knife. Um, and I use a pairing knife simply to open the package. I just despise to open up packages with my good sharp knives. Um, so hey, I use a pairing knife for a lot of that type of stuff, or for all that stuff. Um, so. That would be only 1%. Yeah, like a, just other, a good little four-inch utility pairing knife, eight, right? Exactly. Yeah. There is a, a To me, I don't have a preference on them, just as long as it's got a, a sharp point uh, because I want to poke it in the plastic and I just want to uh, kind of rip it um, more than I cut. I don't cut with it at all. And then the, the other knife that is, is a must for me, and that's that's going to be a slicer. Um, people call them roast beef slicers. Some call them groton slicers, the groton blades. Um, I think that you need a 10 to a 12-inch slicer, and that is also according to how you can wheel it, what leverage you have. But there's one major thing you have to be aware of, and, and those aren't cheap. They're not a cheap knife, but when you have them and you use them, you get to where you love to use them. Now, so let's educate everyone and let them make one purchase and not have to spend a lot of money and, and have to do it twice. What you need to look for is that the width of your blade, like if it's, uh, let's say, the, the top of the blade down to the cutting edge, you say it's an inch and a half um, uh, top to bottom. Make sure your handle that you're holding on to doesn't have a safety guard that goes below the depth of the knife the knife blade because what happens is is if you're slicing and that hand and, and as you go to push it forwards that knife card's going to hit your cutting board and so the last inch and a half to inch and three quarters of that slicer can't even get close to the cutting board yeah you end up <laughs> not being able to slice that's right <laughs> so you end up having to use just the eight inches or so of the blade and not all the way back. So you have to, you, you can't slice with it. You have to end up pushing down with the, with the blade instead of slicing with it. So just make sure you get a knife blade that goes to the bottom of that safety guard. Then you can run it even with your cutting board all the way down and your knuckles will be above the cutting board that way. Hey, David, in 30 seconds, because we're about out of time for this segment, tell us about what's the best way to keep your knife sharp. You got to start with the steel real quick. Um, if, if it gets to the point where you got to use a, a stone or a grinder or something, you've done went too far. Um, every time you pick up a knife, hit it on a steel, it just pulls the, the, the blade back to the center and then you you'll i probably haven't put my knives in my trailer on a stone in oh gosh probably five years i just use the steel most of the time okay very nice very nice of course we're da- talking with david bosca check out his website butcherbbq.com all kinds of products which we will be talking about including some rubs and different things coming up next segment and again check out his website which is butcherbbq.com talking to david bosca up next uh right here on barbecue radio network 
Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Annie Groneman. And this segment is brought to you by Holstein Manufacturing. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. They've got NSF-listed grills and cookers, gas barbecue grills, and what else, Andy? Corn roasters. Corn roasters, which, by the way, Todd... Johns was on last week, and I listened to the show, and all he did was talk about corn roasters. <laughs> of course he did. He wants one, too. He wants one, too. Uh, by we the, could share. By the way, Holstein Manufacturing, uh, they've got these country club grills, charcoal, and propane gas, and NASCAR, they are over 200 NASCAR racetracks, or 15 tracks, 200 teams. I don't know. They're in with NASCAR. <laughs> So check them out, Holstein Manufacturing. And again, thank you for being a part of the show. And we want to welcome back to our show, David Bosca. You want to check out his website, great products, all kinds of great products at ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. He has appeared on the hit TV show Pitmasters five times, which is five times more than Andy should be on this show, including... (laughs) Two times in the All-Star Edition. I don't know why I did that shot. And David has won over 100 grand and reserve champions in the Oklahoma Barbecue and is in the Oklahoma Barbecue Hall of Fame. David Bosco, welcome back again. Now, Andy, what like, we, what like we, I said, he's the, the introduction sheet's three pages long, Dave. <laughs> so, well, yours, so, yours is up to a line. But you're talking about his products. Now, I, I occasionally get on the interwebs and I saw that there is a new product coming and that was about a week and a half ago I saw that. Now, there were some people on the site thinking it was uh, something to do with eggs because of the, the eggs in the picture. It was just kind of a cool marketing picture of one one of them being special. But I want to know what the new product is. That's what I'm after. Wow, this is this kind of putting a fell on a spot when That's you right. do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... There ain't no better time than right now to go ahead and bring it up and talk about it, is That's there? what I'm talking about. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> breaking Butcher stories. Barbecue breaking news right here. Breaking stories here on Barbecue Radio Network. Well, the cat's out of the bag, let's just say it. So Rihanna's going to do the halftime show, is that it? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm late on that. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just a little bit on that. That just dated the show. <laughs> uh, Well, the world knows that I'm all about injecting, and the world knows that that's where I I hang my hat. But I am in business, and there is a lot of things that go on that's not in my wheelhouse, and one of them is brining. I have developed over a long period of time a bird booster, which that is our line of chicken injections. I have developed a bird booster brine. Yeah. What? That's, so I, I, now so now the questions come out. Is it a high heat brine? Is it a, like, what's the, give me the lowdown. Okay. It will dissolve in room temperature water in about 15 to 20 minutes. That's the biggest thing that I wanted over anything. I didn't want you to have to boil it. Wow. That's um, huge. It, 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 it is. that, And it, that took a while to get to. It's flavors. It's got stuff in it. It's got 
what makes Bird Booster Bird Booster? It's got a chicken broth. And, and when I say a chicken broth in it, it is what we put in our Bird Booster product. And what makes that so full of flavor is that it is a high-fat chicken uh, base. That's what it is. So you can dissolve this in just water. You can add chicken stock if you want. That's your call. But we've already put that in the brine itself. It, we've got some a little bit dried molasses in it. We've got just some a lot of good stuff. You'll have to read the back of the package to, to get all the ingredients. But what we've done is we've tested white meat, dark meat, turkeys. We have done everything imaginable with it. And we've on the back of the package, we've got it broken down in the in the world of cup, half cup, gallon, half gallon. And we've got it set up to where you, we've got it broken down to where you can add a little bit of it in with our um, bird booster injection and use it in the injection itself along with the brining. So, so it'll create more of that savory umami in and probably add a little more moisture to your injection too it will because it does have the salt base to it like all injections have to have but what what, what we have what we have found that is great is you've got people that inject you got people that brine you got a few that do crossover but those that brine they don't want to look at injecting they, you know, they've tried it. Okay, we don't get it. We don't, okay, we don't want our this or that or whatever. Um, so we've developed this in our line. I have built our whole brand on not being a copycat world. I Everything I've got is stuff that we've developed ourselves, and that is exactly what this is. This is a brine like you've not seen anyplace else. So all I can say is it will be out the end of this month. Nice. Um, I am thinking in the 20th, uh, between the 20th and 25th, I should have it in hand. And let me tell you how fast I'm trying to move on this. The first batch will come out with a generic bag and label. Wow. Uh, right, out of, right out of manufacturing. Yes. The, 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 the custom printed bags have not come in. We, we, we get our stuff done, um, printed down in Florida. They, they, they are not going to make it prior to um, the manufacturing. And I want this stuff out there so that those that are cooking in the backyard, those that are cooking in competitions can get it and start cooking with it and getting it exactly dialed in how they want it before the first competition. Yeah, that's great. And the thing about brines is, as you mentioned earlier, typically you have to boil them, which is why a lot of us comp guys went to injections first because it's so much easier to manage from a oh, yeah. timing perspective and building it uh, to be able to use essentially room temperature water and and get your brine built. That's a huge thing. So we're talking with Dave Bosca here. He's the, the pit master and owner of Butcher Barbecue. We've got all kinds of phenomenal rubs that come out. We talked about rubs last time you were here uh, and some of the ones that we like, what we like, the savory and whatnot. But I know you've been working on some new rubs. If you could share kind of what that process of R&D is, how you figure out the flavors you want to get into a rub, that would be amazing. Well, to me, rubs is, I'm not going to say the easiest, I guess maybe because I've got, I've done it so many times, but like I said, I don't like just to copy and come out with anything anybody has. 
So I, I, I will boil on something for a month, maybe even a year until I work it out in my head. But to come up with a good rub, if, if you know what you want, you have to, it's not, you can't take something to a manufacturer and say, I use two tablespoons of this, a quarter cup of this and a half a cup of that. Um, and then be able to come close to what you want. You have to put it in scale of 100 and 100 being the full number needed. So if you, let's say, let's say you got a cup of salt, cup of sugar, half a cup of, of black pepper, a quarter cup, blah, 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 all the way different things. And you put it all together at your house. You weigh it. That's the best saying is weigh it total. And then let's say it weighs 10 pounds, all of it together. Well, I, I, I missed a step. You need to weigh each ingredient as you put it in. Um, the, the salt, the, the half a cup, the quarter cup, the three tablespoons. That way you got exact um, weight, not measurements. Measurements is, like I said, cups and quarter cups, but you need total weights in grams. And, David, I'm going to interrupt you. you got about 15 seconds. <laughs> okay. It, it, it all has to equal to 100. That got way it. when they go to make a batch of 1,000 pounds or 400 pounds, 10% is 10% ah, no matter what it weighs. Right. Yep. Right. Okay. That is very, very cool. Well, well, David, thanks so much. Be looking for his new product coming out at the end of the month at his website, which is butcherbbq.com. That's butcherbbq.com. We've been talking with David Bosco once again, the Butcher's Barbecue. David, thanks again for being on the show. And, of course, we're going to be talking to, to Andy next segment about cooking in the winter. That's right. Winter cooking right here as we get you ready for the rest of the winter on Barbecue Radio Network. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, consider advertising with us. Contact us at bbqradionetwork.com. Let's face it, events can get boring. Attendees get restless. Didn't anyone think about entertainment? Now you can be the hero when you book Dave Caius of Barbecue Radio Network. His clean comedy will make you the hero of your event. Interested in something a little more edgy? Dave can perform his adult-rated show at bars and comedy clubs. Just go to davidstandup.com. That's davidstandup.com. Be a hero. Do it today. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. If you're ever in Seymour, Texas, listen to us on KSEY 1230 AM or KSEY 105.7 FM for local news, weather, and sports. Seymour, they also carry the Texas Rangers down there. And our good buddy, T-Bone, owner Mark Alibaugh, who is on twice a day. You can hear Mark twice a day, Monday through Friday, there on KSEY out of Seymour, Texas. And uh, we want to thank them for being a part of Barbecue Radio Network. I would think he would be too busy to be manning a mic twice a day. I don't just, know how just he, shout out to you, Mark. He's the owner and general manager and probably does sales. And I think he does windows now. So Wow. Yes. So and, and you know what else he does? He hands out our stickers. Does he really? Yes, he does. And I I, I, I sent him a bunch. And and by the way, if there's a rain delay, you may actually hear Barbecue Radio Network twice that week 
uh, if the Rangers have a rain delay. So uh, whenever the Rangers play, we pray for rain. That's what we do so we can get heard more often. So we're the pregame show. Down at, uh, well, right? well if, if it's a rain delay, then he plays this again during the rain delay because they got to do something. You, you've listened to local radio when they do rain delay and it's like nothing. <laughs> you know, they start bringing up stories from, well, in 1964. Anyway, listen to us on KSEY out of Seymour, Texas. Mark, thank you and your staff for having us on. Uh, we're here with Andy Groneman, who is the New York State Empire. Did you go up the Empire building? No. Okay. He's the. I didn't. Well, I I have been up to the top. Of the <laughs> I have. Yeah, he took his smoker up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when you drop that thing from the roof, it gets real interesting in a hurry. Which is going to land first, the sausage or the hamburger? So anyway, he's the New York State Empire Cup champion in seven events throughout the state of New York. And with Andy, it of course is our time for our all things. Barbecue product spotlight. All Things Barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cook up the kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence to get a taste. You can get fired up at their website, which is atbbq.com. Andy, what do you got for our product spotlight this week? All right. Well, we were sucking all of that knowledge out of David. Yes, we were. About knives. I thought maybe I should share a couple of those knives that we were talking about because you can get those at All Things Barbecue. So first and foremost, all you have to do is type in the little search window Mm -hmm. on the All Things Barbecue interwebs location. You type in Victorinox, which is V-I-C-T-O-R-I-N-O-X, Victorinox, and Victorinox makes a phenomenal six-inch semi-stiff curved boning knife. I've got three of them. One of them I've had like 18 years. Wow. That they just, I buy them just so I have them floating around in different places, but it's a $30, $31 knife that will last you as long as you need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, phenomenal knife. But that would be that boning knife that we were talking about. And then they also have a 12-inch Granton Edge slicing knife. Now, they have a the, the 10 and a 3-quarter inch one too, but the, the 12-inch is my kind of go-to uh Grant and Edge slicing knife, and it is exactly what he was talking about with the handle where the blade goes right to the edge of the of the guard right. so that you're not uh, missing part of your slice as you slice with it, which is, uh, you think about it, you, the whole reason you buy that knife is to make nice, clean slices. Can I ask a dumb question, which I've never done before? Yes, you may. You may ask a dumb question. No laughing at the uh, questioner. <laughs> Can you use that knife for slicing bread? Yes. Or would you use something else? So bread, because of the crust it has, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a good, you know, ho- what I'd call homemade b- bread has that crumb on right, the outside. Right. You usually want something with a scalloped or a serrated edge to start through that crumb. Okay. But you could use a slicer to slice the bread with. I've okay. done that. But if it's a really hard crust. I was just picturing the knife and I was picturing bread. Yeah. It, it does go through bread very nicely. Okay. Uh, but if it's like a hard crusty bread, usually you're going to use a serrated version of Got that. It. Okay. Okay. Very nice. What was the name of that product again? Because we've talked so, about them more than once on this show. Yeah. So it's a Victorinox is the brand and it's their 12-inch Granton Edge slicing knife and 6-inch semi-stiff curved boning knife. Very nice. Of course, you can get that at All Things Barbecue. Check out the website, atbbq.com. 
Okay, so we've been talking about the weather, and this country is uh, bipolar when it comes to weather. I don't know how else to put it. Uh, you got <coughs> yes, you got some states that are. Oh, I just got that. Uh, some states that are incredibly well. We were just talking. We were just talking to David in the last segment off the air about how they're having ice down there and different things. And here in the Midwest, we've had a little bit of decent weather. But if you're up north. And you're you're one of those brave souls that are like I don't care how cold it is I'm going to go out there. How do you make adjustments for your barbecue and especially I would think long term smoking when you're doing something outside as opposed to when the weather's nice. So there are some things you have to think about. So obviously, uh, the colder the ambient air is, you have to apply more heat to it to get your cooker hot, mm-hmm. right? So if it's negative five degrees outside and you need to be cooking at two and a quarter you've got a lot more to overcome than somebody that's starting with 60 degree air plus okay quick question when you open up that hood boy you're gonna lose a lot of heat quick aren't you correct it's cold out like that yeah you got it so in general you're gonna use more fuel to cook so whether you're using wood or charcoal or pellet gas you're going to use more fuel to get to the temperature that you want to get so to. be prepared <laughs> and so and you know i cook a lot on pellets so that super cold winter day i might burn an extra pound an hour no kidding so if it takes me about a pound to a pound and a half of pellets an hour to burn at 250 on a normal day it'll probably take two and a half pounds wow to burn now there's some things you can do to to help combat that that we'll talk about but it's the same thing with your charcoal or wood you're going to need to have more fuel to bring the temperature up inside the pit and get you to where you want to be um that being said things like the thickness of the walls of your pit Mm. so if you get the air inside of it hot and you have thinner metal that cools quicker Again, you're going to have to double down a little bit and really try and grow that. The thicker the metal in your pit or if you have an insulated pit with the double walls with like a rock wool insulation in them, you're going to have a much better time cooking in the cold weather. Now, what I've found is as long as you're not trying to do any higher heat roasting like 300 degrees and above, you can even take like a welding blanket or a moving blanket and put that over the pit and just add yourself a layer of insulation uh, while you're cooking. So do you talk to your smoker and go, do you need a blankie? And then <laughs> add a little blank. You need a blank. You need to heat up no. that brisk. Okay. No, well, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I throw fuel at it and say, cook. <laughs> you know, okay. Here's here's second dumb question of the segment. So I've seen some of these people and their smokers, like they're up in Minnesota or Dakotas or wherever, and their smokers are kind of far away from the house. Does that, dumb question, but when you grab it and you're bringing it to the house, do you have to kind of make, figure that out too, or is that just, no? So, (laughs) believe it or not, there is a a thing called a meat swaddle. Okay. And so you can take your product out of the, it's basically like uh, one of those insulated pizza bags or something. Okay. Right? So, like what Domino's brings your- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's not that big, it's not like the big, huge- insulated one like that but they call it a meat swaddle and it's an insulated bag that you can take your meat off and put it in there and it stays warm on the way to the house so this goober asked a pretty good question there don't you that's think? that's right and you can even get them in uh you know peanut colored 
<laughs> in a nice tan khaki. So have you ever personally, Andy Gronerman, had weather so bad that you just went, nope, nope, we're cooking it inside? Has it ever gotten that bad for you? No. How, how hardy are you? I'm hardy. No, I don't. It's never, weather's never bothered me. I love the winter. My family, not so much. Like Kim and the girls, they're not necessarily big, huge, let's go skiing and, and hop on a chairlift when it's negative wind chills and everything. That's me. They don't mind the cold. They'll go out for like short blasts. They are not cold weather people. No, I'm not. I could just stand out there and I'd light the fire pit while I'm cooking <laughs> and just hang out out there. So that's... I will, quick story, I had a uh, friend of mine in Topeka who had one of those outdoor hot tubs, and she goes, oh, come on over, a hot tub in the winter, and you're so warm when you get out, you won't, no, never again. It's my favorite thing to do. Never. Ice crystals in the hair. Never yes. again. Hey, we want to thank our uh, guest this week again, David Bosca. Check out his website, which is butcherbbq.com and of course our February barbecue sauce of the month is Smoke on Wheels bootleg bourbon infused barbecue sauce very excited to have returning guests next week Ryan Cooper he is the barbecue tourist and as always thank you so much for tuning in for Andy Groneman, T-Bone and myself thanks again and as always happy barbecuing every barbecue radio network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every Thursday You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing. Holstein Manufacturing, we build the grill.